calling all killers. This is the Kings of Kill podcast. I'm Zach. And I'm Steven. We are the Kings of Kill. This is the show dedicated to the love of all things horror. And this week, we're taking on another killer request. We're celebrating over a thousand downloads, all thanks to you. And we're celebrating that the Kings of Kill podcast is now streaming worldwide. How are we celebrating this? We're taking on our first ever foreign film. Steven, will you please tell our killer audience what we're talking about today? Uh, we are talking about Terrified. Terrified, an Argentinian film uh, that goes by, I'm going to try this, Atorados, I tried. That's probably terrible, but it sounds cool. Uh, terrified, that's right. This request, come to us from Daisy. Daisy, thank you so much for listening. If you would like to make your request easy, head on over to our official website, kingsofkill.com. There, you can not only request episodes, but you'll see links to our Instagram, to our Twitter, our Gmail, our online store. And if you like the movies we're talking about, you can buy them from the same place. All of that and so much more available at kingsofkill.com. Now, let's share some scares. Let's count some kills. Steven. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> Uh, when this was first requested, I thought, um, it was just called terrified. And I, in my head, I was like, Oh, terrifier that, that really cool indie clown movie. Right. Yeah. That's what I kind of thought as well. No, this is another indie movie that I was, I was also impressed by. I love indie horror I, because I feel like, I feel like that's for the most part, the only true form of horror is when you have people like making films by the bootstraps scraping together money doing it for the passion of it you know that's where you really get these really unique tales and I feel like even that's though where the actual scary stuff comes in well yeah because if you think about it like we just last week we were talking about how many great hits came from the 70s a lot of the times those were really early for what became amazing filmmakers so i'm all about it and this for an indie film this only had a budget of $92,000. That's nothing. Um, Ooh, it's, wow. Yeah, it's only made $300,000 worldwide. That's not a lot for these filmmakers. Folks, if you want to support indie horror, or if you want to avoid spoilers, because we're going to get into this movie, head on over to kingsofkill.com. You can watch this movie from the website. Last chance for spoilers, and uh, it's going to help support independent filmmakers the maker of this movie the director and writer is named uh damien runia hopefully i'm pronouncing that right um the movie's in spanish uh it's an argentinian film it was filmed and takes place in buenos aires uh it's really is it really yeah oh <laughs> that's where rico's it... from from starship troopers oh my god yeah go on but I don't know what's the cooler fact, my research or Starship Troopers. I like them both. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even catch that until now when you said it. I was like, oh, Rico. The Rolodex of information inside your head. Never <laughs> The useless book. information that just comes Star out of my mouth. Facts. <laughs> Starship Troopers was great. I mean, it didn't get the love it deserved. That's a great movie. 
Oh my god, it's I can't even not even go into it. I will talk all day about that movie. Uh, hey, if, folks, if you want us to talk about Starship Troopers, all you gotta do is request it. It's that easy. Is that a horror uh, movie? At, King, at Kingsyfield.com. I th- dude, we covered Home Alone and covered that a horror movie. I think I think we're allowed a little free range. I mean, I bugs, know, a lot of gore. Yeah, I guess. I don't, I don't know. It's like an alien invasion. I think it counts. You alien know? invasion. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. All right. It's up there. You know? Just like when we weren't sure if we were going to talk about uh, uh, Godzilla versus Kong, and we aren't talking about it anyways because. <laughs> I mean, it's a monster flick, I guess. It's a monster movie, right? So I, I think it gets tricky, especially in the world of sci-fi and action adventure. I think the trickiest part is like action. For example, uh, Mortal Kombat's coming out what, like Friday, tomorrow, right? So, oh yeah. I mean, I know it's not horror, but it's so awesome, and it totally celebrates wicked kills, right? Does that count? Does yeah, it's know? like it's like trying to count thrillers, but those are. I don't it's, know. It, it gets tricky, but folks, if you want us to review anything, as long as it's scary, head on over to kingskill.com. That's all you got to do. It's really easy. Uh, so this film, uh, obviously an indie movie, uh, 87 minutes, a real short runtime. I I had a bit of difficulty um, with, with the structure of the edit, not the pacing, because it, it's not linear in progression. It goes back and forth. It's strung together with these like vignettes of like the jail time, the interviewers, you know? Um, yeah, that threw me off. And it it goes back and forth in time. It Maybe it was just because I was I was reading subtitles. Uh, you know what I mean? So I was just maybe a frame behind, like looking, looking at the visuals and then reading the subtitles. But um, um, folks, don't deter from a great movie just because you have to you have to read it. Um, I'm all down for dubbing. I mean, who doesn't love like Jackie Chan Rumble in the Bronx? I'll eat up that dub all day long. But mm-hmm. I don't think there's any dubbing. I couldn't find a dubbed version of this film. Um, but it wasn't bad. It it totally worked. And one cool thing about reading subtitles is that you get the delivery from the actors as they intended. You know what I mean? Yeah, I much prefer it. I've seen like I, I don't mind dubbed and all that stuff on certain movies but some of my favorite foreign horror is like you have to have it because like you said it's it's like the emotion and everything and some of the dubs are just so bad sometimes or it just it doesn't you don't get the satisfaction like you don't get everything coming from that actor you know what i mean like i uh it's just hard to believe what they're doing while their mouth isn't linking up with their words. And it's just yeah, like, some, it throws you best, off. One of the best boobers ever is at the end of rush hour when Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker are making fun of each other for like not being able to say things properly. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it gets distracted. Like, I think I don't mind it. And like, like I said, rumble in the Bronx because that's, I mean, that is just a sadly forgotten epic action movie. I mean, that movie is so much fun. Um, it's probably on but, TNT right now, <laughs> right now as we speak. Uh, but it luckily that movie is kind of tongue in cheek. Like it's a fun movie. So it's okay if things get silly because the movie is kind of silly, but in this film, if they were to dub it, it would have to be by like a primo cast of actors because yeah, I think this movie is really good. I mean, it's, it's understated. It's subtle. It actually is. Yeah, no, I agree with that one. It's great. One thing that I hate is like, 
you know, like when you when you get hurt and like you just you scream ah, if you just come out, it just comes out of you. What I hate is when I'm watching what's supposed to be blood curdling terror on the screen, and it sounds like somebody stubbed their toe. I'm not buying it. Stop. Or the exact opposite, just a epic operatic scream every time you see a killer. I'm not buying that either. Like I I really liked how understated the the terror in this, and they talk about being. I mean, it's called terrified. They talk about being scared. The whole movie. Are you scared? I'm scared. Are you, are you scared? That threw me off. The whole movie they're talking about. Are you scared? Because I'm scared. Are you also scared? Stop. We get it. Scary movie. I'm with you. So let's go back a little bit. When you stub your toe, you scream? I mean, I curse, <laughs> probably. Yeah, cursing comes out. But I'm one of those people Listen. that don't say a word and I just make a face. Like, get the fuck away from me. Like... Please step away. I think get up ten yards from me. No one near me, or else hands are thrown. I don't care if I need assistance. Don't get near me, and I don't I scream than... or yell. I actually, to be honest, I usually laugh. Like when I dislocated my knee and lay or my foot, when I dislocated my shoulder, dislocated a lot of things. I just laugh, and it's just a thing that happened. I don't know why. Let's just laughter. And then I'm in did you, pain. Did you just tell our killer audience that when you dislocated your entire body, you giggled? I like, just, a, like a serial killer? Like I'm a, not that like tough a of a person, but I start laughing like like all the jackass guys does like in those movies and TV shows. Like, yeah, like, like those I'm, rational gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, I'm, that, I'm built that way where I just laugh about it, but I'm in so much pain. It's it's very um, odd. I'm probably more like that Family Guy meme when like Peter like skins his knee. Oh, <laughs> ooh, ah. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, we're talking about a scary movie. So weird. We got off track here. Um, so I got <laughs> I got a little lost in the weeds here, keeping up with the characters' names. So we're going to be a little lenient here. Uh, um, not just because it was a foreign film, uh, but I, the jumbling I just, around with the timeline was a little confusing. So I, I thought I was guessing who's the protagonist, the main character. I was wrong twice <laughs> <laughs> because of this timeline jump. So let's just, we'll get into it. I, it's I fine think because make I, it makes sense. I have watched a person die in it and I was like, wait, didn't he already die? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but keep in mind, like, I, I still really like this film. And I totally recommend this movie. It, it's a lot of fun. Um, if besides the, the, it was just an editing mistake is all it was, you know, we all make choices. We, well, we haven't created a film yet, but, uh, you have to make choices on how you're going to lay out that movie. They made a choice. It wasn't ineffective. They just could have made a better choice. Is that, is that kind of a fair analogy? Yeah, it seems like they put when they were storyboarding, they they put all the every frame or every like scene in a like a square piece of paper, put it in a hat, threw it up in the air, and then as it landed, they're <laughs> yeah. like, "Okay, that's the order. Edit it like this." Yeah, and then we'll link it together with these vignettes of like. I mean, this, it's like... not terrible. I I didn't think it was bad. Just a no, little hard to follow. It was but a good movie. It, it it's pulled just, it off. It's just not linear. And I think and that's the do, risk they took. 
They, it, they did. And it, it does work. It's great atmosphere. I love uh, uh, the gray and blue lenses they shot this with. It really made it somber. Oh, yeah. Um, um, yeah, it, it was well done, but that's really, that's my worst critique. That and one, one CGI moment. Most of the effects are practical. They hired actual contortionists um, in this film. The one CGI, I mean, pretty much the cover is the worst part of it, right? I, <laughs> dude, that's what I was going to say. I was, I, I just hated the cover. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So uh, we start off with this couple. They're, well, this, this, uh, um, I'm assuming wife is, uh, I think her name's Clara. She is uh, like obsessed with the sink. She's trying to listen. She hears some weird noises. Her hubby comes home and he's talking about really jovially. He's like, hey, honey. You know how we murdered that dog with our car yesterday? Great news. It's not dead. And he's laughing hysterically. Like this is I the thought best they were talking about heard. a human at yeah. first. Well, and then when I saw a dog, I was like, oh my God. I thought it was gonna be well, like a way, weird movie about this like couple that just goes out and kills people. I and totally laughs thought about that. It. I was like, cool. But because of how jovial he is, I totally thought that. I'm like, oh, we're following serial killers. No. <laughs> um and then he's like, hey, where's, uh, are we like eating out for dinner? What's going on? And she's like, I couldn't make dinner because the kitchen's weird. What do you mean? Well, I'm hearing noises in the pipes. Like, ah, oh, we got little pipes. No, I'm hearing voices in the pipes. It's like, you're, you're crazy. Come on. Maybe it's the neighbors always doing construction. They're remodeling the house. We got old pipes. It's nothing. She's like, they said we're going to kill you. It's like, oh, that's, that's new. So I guess nobody eats dinner and they just go to bed. <laughs> I would have been so mad <laughs> because because of dinner. Just no dinner. Like you have to eat dinner. Yeah, not. not I they, wouldn't be mad that my my wife didn't cook or like anything. I would just I was be mad that you, I you treading a thin line. But... Yeah, no. I, I'll correct myself. I'll save myself. I want to get mad at the wife. I would also be scared and be like, "Cook your own damn dinner." <laughs> Doordash it. Yeah, just just order takeout, man. Like like bring from, uh, um, I'm half Italian, and like dinner's where it's at. It doesn't matter if you miss breakfast, lunch. You got to get there for dinner. That's the meal of the day, right? But I guess they just go to bed. Uh, she gets up in the middle of the night, take a shower, and he can't sleep because there's pounding on the walls. He's thinking it's the neighbor because again they're remodeling. He's pounding back. He's like, hey, shut up! What the hell's going on? He's so mad. He does like the angry dad walk. And it's from experience. When you're so mad because someone's being loud or being a jerk, you get up, you're only wearing your drawers. You go out in public being like, shut your mouth. <laughs> it's dude. Three I in the liked morning. how this was filmed actually. Cause knock it, it off. It, it was really, yeah. The dad walk, um, the dad walk. I don't but, care. I'm in my drawers. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but I, I liked how he, you know, he was a little like, Oh my God, that's really annoying. And then all of a sudden he was like, you know, it kept ramping up. Like you could watch his emotion like leveling up. Like it it was just like, you know, he just didn't care. And then he's like, okay, this is annoying. Hey, please keep it down through the wall. And then he starts pounding back and then he takes his shoe and starts pounding back. And then he's just like, you know what? And it's all just like, I think it one take. And it was just crazy how it was good. Yeah, it, it was pretty good. He hits the the little, the little speaker box around the gate. The neighbor does, and he's like, "Hey, could you please quiet down? This is ridiculous." I mean, let's go. To the speaker, the feedback is just static. I'm like, hmm, well, whatever, you know." But it's not alluded to in a creepy manner, you know. 
it's just like, oh, okay, weird. Oh, he's remodeling. He must cut a wire. Yeah. Yeah. So he keeps hearing the banging and he's like, I think it's coming from the bathroom. Goes in there. I was shocked to hell. This got me. This scene, this movie got me twice. This is one of them. I was, I was terrified. (laughs) (laughs) Um, His wife isn't in the shower. She's levitating being beaten and bludgeoned, thrown about the bathroom by a presence you can't see. She is is Chris Angeling all over the bathroom, and it is actually terrifying. Like, my (laughs) eyes were raised. Mind freak. Mind explosion. Are you ready? Oh, my God. (laughs) Kings of Kill ASMR. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it, it was really shocking. It was really well done, and it's and what I loved is that the guy felt helpless. He tried to pull his wife down. He couldn't. He just sunk to the floor crying. Um, and just watching her beat her face into the wall. Like, yeah, it was, boy. it was brutal. And this is practical effects. Great job. And the beginning of the it. movie. <laughs> and the beginning of the movie. And I was actually shocked. This actually took me by surprise. And, and um, a lot of movies try to get that hook, you know, mm-hmm. this was super successful. I was, transfixed this this brought me right into the film then the next scene jump cuts he's arrested thank you for making sense like he's not just usually like american films he would just be like in a blanket in the back of an ambulance and the cop would be like this is weird huh no here's a cup he's of booked. here's a cup of joe <laughs> this will cure all your problems why do they always think? no he's like no give me he a is booked. glass of whiskey. he's yeah he, no kidding he is incarcerated hey thank you so much by the way steven bought me some delicious whiskey to celebrate oh man i was downloads. like what did i do <laughs> i just wanted to say in front of the world man hey thank you so much i really appreciate it. you're the best co-host i could ask for um, i i've had it for two days and i still haven't sipped it oh i'm so proud of i you. am proud of myself <laughs> um anyway say thank you man i couldn't ask for better co-host you're you're awesome mm. that's the last nice thing I tell you the rest of the day. Um, so he's booked. He's being interviewed. Now, here's a weird thing. It's confusing who are police, like who are, who are like, like patrolmen, who are investigators, who are detectives, who are just paranormal people, who's the legal department, because he's, they're just being interviewed by people. And the cast of people changes throughout for reasons. But they're asking like, hey, so what happened? He's like, I told you. Look at these photos. I don't want to see these photos. Like, no, listen. We believe your story. We believe you didn't hit your wife or, or bludgeon your wife to death because the same thing happened in 98 in the U.S. These photos we're showing you aren't your wife. Those we're showing you is a different case. This exact same thing happened. He's like, what are you talking about? Is this good cop, bad cop? They're like, no. We want your permission to go through an investigation. He's like, well, yeah, you're, you're the police. He's like, no, we're not the police. <laughs> Yeah, that was very confusing. One of them is an investigator who wrote a book on the paranormal. Um, one of the investigators, uh, he experienced two really weird things that brought him down this like spiral mystery in the paranormal. And I, I love the paranormal. I, it, it, I'll go down a rabbit hole I can't climb out of. I get into that stuff half since I was a kid. Um, um, well, yeah, and. Know, and when they said 1998, like what ha- yeah. would have happened in America? So my dumb ass goes and looks up 
ghost 1998 movies to see if this linked <laughs> to any events. What did you come up with? <laughs> Phantoms, what? Urban Legend, and oh, Halloween yes. H2O. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Those were the greatest horror movies of '98. Oh my 98. god! Oh, my bad. Isn't John Carpenter's Josh Hart vampires? Isn't... But oh, vampires was really good, actually. I, I uh, enjoy it. Josh Hartnett was at H two O, wasn't he? Dude, and LL Cool J. Yeah. Oh man, LL Cool J doing kung fu. Ah, dude, so good. Good movie. Um, again, guys, if you want to hear about these movies, I can do is request them really easy. Kingskill.com. Uh, so they ask him permission to do a paranormal investigation you have a female there that's some sort of paranormal expert slash psychiatrist she's an actual therapist Jano. yeah she delves into the paranormal uh the investigator is an actual is an actual investigator um but he is obsessed with the paranormal as well two weird things happened to him he uh there was a a, a, a gunshot wound to the head victim that in the morgue grabbed him and stared at him and that freaked him out. He, I mean, people do writhe and wriggle after they pass away. It does, it does happen. But I mean, this was days later, another incident happened with the same investigator and he tells a true story through dialogue where, um, a young boy who was killed, um, spoke to him two days after he was dead. And those two events he wrote a book about, and that inspired him to pursue this. So anyways, they asked for permission to look up this stuff because they believe weird things are happening on his whole block. Well, things just kind of go off from here. Um, go back to. It goes back to Walter, the guy that who lives next door. Walter, who is the neighbor. And I think who he's is also the a policeman, right? Yeah. Um, I, I believe so. And, and he's remodeling. Yes, he's trying. He's well. He's covering up all these cracks in his walls because his house is coming apart. Um, and this gets explained a little bit later on. Don't buy that house. Um, he's he's trying to convince his therapist, who I think is the same lady that's that that is the psychiatrist is going to be a part of the investigation, that he needs help. He can't sleep. Weird stuff's happening. She's like, listen, unless you can show me some proof, I'm just going to think you're a loon. You know, I just think you need some help. Maybe a, a different therapist, you know, someone to talk to, you know, maybe some sleep aids. So fine. So what does he do? Common trope, get the video camera. He's going to record it, right? What Sorry. a weird case of events happen on this uh, recording. But before we get into that recording, we'll be right back. Are you a killer fan of the Kings of Kill podcast? Show the world your killer loyalty by following us on Facebook at Kings of Kill. Follow us on Twitter at KKill Podcast. And follow us on Instagram at Kings of Kill Podcast. Do you want to rock some exclusive merch you can find nowhere else? Head on over to kingsofkill.com. And while you're there, support the amazing filmmakers that make fantastic horror movies, just like Terrified, and help us keep the show going by buying the same movies that we're reviewing here on the show. All available at kingsofkill.com. <laughs> 
We are back. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for a thousand downloads. Thank you for letting us get to worldwide streaming. It's all thanks to you. We really appreciate you. Back to the movie, Terrified. Uh, so Walter, the neighbor where originally our, our first character that I thought was the main character, not the main character. Now we meet <laughs> Walter, who I also thought was the main character, not the main character. <laughs> he is trying to help from his therapist, and she just wants proof, right? He's like, fine. So he gets a video camera and he record, he sets it up for his bed because he is experiencing some weird shit. Falls asleep, hears a noise, he wakes up. His lamp is unplugged, the camera's on the ground. His house is different, like redecorated. Chairs are thrown about, things are upside down, the room is a mess. Um, he looks under the bed, he swears he sees legs, someone's legs, gets up, sees nothing, grabs the camera, plugs the lamp back in, very nervous, very scared. Again, way too much dialogue about, are you scared? I'm scared. <laughs> are you also scared? Um, they even say, I'm terrified, like later on. I'm like, guys, stop it. We get it. We get <laughs> it. You're in a scary movie. We know. Um, I'm wondering if that's just like a translation issue. Uh, uh, some anyway. of it, I didn't even see their lips move. So I was like, whoever wrote these subtitles needs to what? chill out. At one point, the subtitles just stopped for a minute. Did you see, did you notice that? I did notice that scenes. in like two or three parts, they stopped, and I was like, what? Uh, "Come again." <laughs> <laughs> you ever catch your? I found myself stuck often, like just staring at the screen. I'm like, "Oh God, I have to read." <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I almost put up, pulled out my phone, and be like, "Google Translate." <laughs> These subtitles aren't coming up anymore. I need help. I love that you just said that. I can't wait for people driving, listening to this, and everyone's phone just opened up. Like, what would you like to search for? <laughs> um, so he, he looks on his video camera, and he sees a human-like figure not only stare at him naked, but then waltz into the closet. Dude, that Easily. scared me. Super, super freaky. So what does he do? Smart man. Nopes out. Goes for the revolver. <laughs> yes, thank you for arming yourself. Too many people in scary movies just walk around. Oh, I think the killer's in there. I better like get naked and take a shower. No, get a weapon. Let get me get something. a let me get a melee weapon for this killer. <laughs> Fucking moron. <laughs> hey, if all you got something to melee with, go for it. I'm just saying. At least he, he goes gets a revolver. And there's something about revolvers they're very cinematic they look good on screen for some reason they look, they look badass they do they do so uh well you know what uh, about revolvers what? when you see like someone that doesn't look experienced holding a revolver shoot the revolver <laughs> there's never any kick oh and you're like revolver dude that revolver is gonna blow your hand back so yeah <laughs> Some revolvers will snap your wrist something. Fierce. Yeah, and some of them uh, on screen, it's just like... People hold no. revolvers like with one limp-wristed hand. That's going to bounce you in the face. You're going to miss. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, anyway. exactly. A lot of firearm safety is a miss in horror movies. But Like, uh, like this... Uh, fuck it. <laughs> what? No, you know what I was going to say? Like when um, in 
sixth sense when the the naked guy's like pointing the gun at Bruce Willis. Like his is he's got like a snub nose, so, it looks like. Yeah, yeah. And his wrist is like so down. And like if he would have sh- like his wrist looks so weak. It's insane. If such, he would have yeah, shot it's... that, it would have just <laughs> hit him right in the face. <laughs> it would have been really sad. Anybody had something to cry about, you know? I mean, come on. I love how we're helping to spoil the most spoiled movie nope. of all time. I, we, didn't it. we didn't say <laughs> it. We didn't say it. it. Didn't say it. Didn't, didn't say, say it. it. Um, if we do uh, a review on that, we do not spoil it until the end. Oh, maybe, maybe we don't even spoil that movie. That is one hell of a challenge. Last week, folks, if you missed it, we covered The Exorcist, but there was a challenge to the request that we didn't use any curse words so that we kept it clean and g-rated somehow we were successful i only think we're successful because you put up the worst stipulation that we had to watch young children it was the only thing keeping me going <laughs> it was in the back of my head that every was... single time i almost i said slushy and sprite instead of shit you also <laughs> said friggin well in, like a proper 12 year old yeah friggin ding dong <laughs> You cotton-headed ninny muggins. <laughs> um, yeah, what it was, was the beat uh, button on this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I had a sensor button ready to go. Somehow we didn't even need it. I was almost excited to use that sensor button. It would have been hilarious. We should have just ended the show with it just going off. <laughs> just launching for five minutes. Just no, no outro music. Just, yeah, just, just be out. like, okay, we're done with the review. Let's let it out, and then just hey. five minutes of us just going off well I, nobody heard this but right before we we began each session we were just dropping f-bombs trying to get out of our system we're just screaming profanities um hey it worked somehow that was a great challenge folks if you want to add a stipulation to your request go for it uh grady you just said like uh, uh i could think of the hardest challenge but i'm afraid to say it don't careful now because our fans would love <laughs> to throw something difficult. So yeah, easy, but I'm, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Continue on um, with uh, being terrified. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, he opens up the closet. There's nothing there, but he's still super, 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 super creeped out. Then it cuts to a terrible incident. Oh my God. Terrib- Alicia. So Alicia is the mom, a young, you're right. A young boy was getting a sip of water from the garden hose. So he decides to walk backwards into the street and a bus is just, it's like a tour bus. It's like a, a huge bus comes branded down like a city street. Don't even know why it's there. Um, yeah, it seems like it, it wouldn't it, be there. It tragically, a lot of, well, this just goes to like a lot of paranormal weird events that are unexplained or happening. Like, uh, why is a bus there? Why is a kid yeah, walking? Like final desma- walk that was a final destination scene if I've ever seen one. Yeah, why is the house... Why is the house is falling apart? Anyways, it's uh, and the terrible thing that happened to to the couple next door to Walter. The kid gets hit by the bus. He doesn't make it. It's shot very tastefully. You see, like the lower half of the kid. You can tell there's some blood stain. You can tell there's debris on on the concrete. The bus is there. Did the driver run away? He's MIA. He's not even there. Whatever happened to that? Uh, uh dude. Yeah, there was no bus driver when he was. Go- like, there was no people nothing. in the bus. What? Anyway, very strange and. When that kid got hit, I was like, oh, shit, it's one of those it movies was... where they don't care about feelings. <laughs> like, well, you like, never it, show a kid getting shot or killed. Like, you never go that far sometimes. 
But well, foreign of, films don't give a shit. That's yeah, well, why think they of Pet are so good. Yeah, think of Pet Cemetery. Stephen King. Well, that opening, that my God. Or Stephen King sat on that book for years because he's like, no, it's too dark. And he finally released it years later. He's like, maybe the world's ready. Everyone's like, how could you make something so terrible? Because like, <laughs> it's realistic. I mean, kids. It, it is. It, it's it's heartbreaking. It's sad. And this was shot very tastefully. So then we see Alicia. Dude, when the, the cops, cops when the guys. Sorry. When the guy's power washing the blood off the street, oh, yeah. you see that's chunks. Like that's a real. Thing. I'm pretty sure you see like teeth, and then like it, the kid's sad. best friend. It seems like walks up hella sad. I was like, oh it's my really god. The worst. One of the worst things about being a first responder, uh, being a police officer, uh, EMT, fire, uh, anything is is when innocent lives you know, get slain or lost. It's really sad. And the fact is like, you do have to clean that up. You do have to, you know, I you could not to imagine. It's sad. It's really sad. And, uh, Hey, thanks to all the first responders out there. I mean, you guys have a hard ass job. We appreciate you. Uh, so they're cleaning up the, uh, the terrible accident. Um, the investigator we mentioned before, the guy that wrote the book, he gets a phone call saying, Hey, we really need you. Who calls him a cop, uh, 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 Funes, I think I'm saying his name right. He's our main character. We're finally there. <laughs> it's like Camizero um, Funes. Nailed it. Camizero. <laughs> Camizero. What? Mario. We'll just call him Mario. Mario Funes. What? All right. Mario, which is not his name, but we're going to go with Mario. He is our uh, officer. He's, he's, uh, uh, he's a police officer. He calls uh, the investigator, uh, who's also in paranormal, and says, hey, I need your help. Please come down. Weird things are going on. And I'm, again, he says, I'm scared. <laughs> Everybody's scared. Uh, he, uh, this is some days later. He, and this officer was going to check on Alicia, which is the boy's mother. They got, and, they got and, it. And they were together once. Alicia and Mario. Oh yeah, everyone has history in this movie. Like so does so does Walter. He's I don't know. Like everyone's tied together. It's you know what this movie it this movie it's came like 11, 14. Close. This movie came dangerously close to being um like soap operatic but stayed calm enough to to keep that. Like there's a lot of like love ties and like everyone knows people. If this you know was I mean? a, a soap like... opera tune, I will tune in 12 seasons. <laughs> <laughs> 12 seasons. You know what? This felt like a soap opera because those feel like five hours. You know what? This movie was not 86 minutes long. It was five hours long because all the shots were so long. And yeah, you know which what? is I'm actually gonna, I'll really explain difficult and to hit do. that after this. After yeah, it's actually review. really I difficult. I got a whole thing. <laughs> no, I don't really, but it just popped um, in my head. <laughs> you're good. You're good. Uh, so they they meet Alicia, the boy's mother. She's not catatonic, but she's like distanced from the world. She's out of reality. She's talking to herself. She's not moving and stuff. And the investigator's like, why is she like that? He's like, and the cop, uh, Mario, we're going to call him, come to the kitchen. The boy is there. The dead boy. He's I'll tell you this kitchen. right now. I was eating Taco Bell, and I dropped my burrito. Wow. It was. Because I was like, holy shit. That is actually the, freaky. The makeup effects fantastic 
The corpse of the boy dressed in his funeral clothes is sitting there, and his mother has made him cereal and milk and like has, has given him food. And he's there. And every time he looks the way they think he moves, and they they can't tell. So the investigator puts a spoon up to the nose. He's not actually breathing, can't can't see the breath fog up, smells terrible, he's been rotting, looks at his fingers. Here's the creepy part. His fingers are bloodied stubs of mud as if he scratched and clawed his way out of the grave. <laughs> they turn around. The milk spills on the floor and the boy's hand has moved. And literally have a conversation about if they're scared. Yes. For about yes, five you are, minutes. As you should be. Um, they then decide to hide the body. Now, this is when already the cop things are confusing because during like the investigation, <laughs> they have like paranormal investigators with them. Don't think that normally happens. Not not lawyers, just these people. And now instead of like reporting this, they're gonna just hide the body in an outside deep freezer and then put a potted plant on it. Mind you, the body's making noise and pounding to get out of the freezer. Yeah, I was confused. I I was like, because it's no, subtle. Go it's bury it. He's not. Think of the pet cemetery. Oh boy, uh, like it's not obvious. He's not like thrashing around like a zombie. It's just every time they look away, they hear it move. It's it's the strangest thing. It's it's unnerving. Um, so they feel like they have enough. Call me crazy. They feel like they have enough in, uh, uh, evidence that to have a paranormal investigation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they do. They we introduce like uh, a new character. He's going to help the paranormal investigation. We have the investigator. We have the cop. We're calling Mario, and we have the lady therapist. Um, those four are going to tag team the whole block. They're confident. Weird things have been happening. They have evidence in history that other weird things happening. And when they do, they're located geographically the same area, and they explain that. It's like when we recovered Empty Man. This is kind of far-fetched, but it's unique, and I love unique stories. They're brave enough to try something new. Um, Empty Man, also, you can check it out at kingskill.com and a review, all available right now. Uh, so the, the explanation for this weird stuff going on is that there are dimensions. They don't say good and evil. They say dark and light. And at certain angles, when it's just dark enough, just light enough, or even visible angles – you can actually see other dimensions. These dimensions can slip through our reality, beings from that dimension. They feed on two things, water and humans. They need those two things to reproduce. That's the explanation. Sounds far-fetched, but it works. They're actually not ghosts. These things are creatures from something that we almost can't see. And that sets up this whole Hounded House feel for the rest of the movie. I am so glad you said that because one of my things I didn't like about this movie and liked, like it's love-hate thing, is they didn't explain why this was happening and you just explained it because apparently the subtitles didn't tell me that. (laughs) Or maybe it was one of the parts without the subtitles. It was explained explained real quick, uh, uh, it was explained real quick, but that's the gist of it. And you I explained it. 
Was it the new uh, paranormal the therapist, person? Therapist. The the female. Oh, okay, Mora. Uh, yeah, Nora. And she's what's that weird machine she's using? She's using like this clockwork hourglass magnet thing to like I don't determine know, some like, insidious conjuring fucking yeah. thing. I don't know. Insidious conjuring. If you like either one of them, you gotta check this movie out. I mean, this is this is your this is your neck of the woods. This is your ballpark. It's a, sure. it's got the same amount of spooks and stuff. I think this movie was way more terrifying than than Insidious or uh, Conjuring. I agree. Because those I movies agree. are just like, here's a pop-out scare. If it it's doesn't work, we're not getting paid. you know what? Man. We're not getting paid if this pop-out doesn't work. Yeah, man. A jump scare actually, this a jump scare got me in this movie. It, dude, um, when, this movie did it right. That's when, what was uh, crazy. Because it's not flared up. The, the problem with Insidious did is, again, cool ideas, but every time there's a scare shrill shrill music very very loud very intense successful in a theater very fun to jump throw popcorn i get it Rewatching it it doesn't it doesn't work that great for me i'm not knocking conjuring in cities they do very cool things are they super popular are they blockbusters of horror yes they are you know dive in deeper something you know a little more well developed well thought out that's what this is. This is a more unique take. And instead of shrill music, like for example, this, this pop-out scare, this jump scare, when he's looking, he's trying to radio the cop. The messenger's trying to radio the cop, being like, "Hey, there's someone in the room with you." And he's like, "No, there's not. I'm, I'm looking right now." And he keeps looking left and right. He sees him, doesn't see him. See him, doesn't see him. See him, doesn't see him. Oh, he's there in your face. And it's not a shrill music boost. It just happens. And damn it, it got me. Oh, it got me good. <laughs> That's the first one that got me. The other one is a little later, but I could tell you it's it, it had the same effect as uh, Snow of Wolf Hollow. They did the Ooh. same exact thing, and I was okay. like, oh, shit. Uh, it was like so, the same scene. Yeah, so they're in, they're investing in the houses, and let's be real, they're going to start dropping off one by one. Um, uh, weird stuff's happening. What, one nice thing is that they're using practical tools. You know what I mean? Um, it's not like your typical ghost hunting show. They're actually hanging lights. Makes sense. Why are we doing this in pitch darkness? Like, hang lights up. Um, they're using UV uh, light to track uh, blood stains and stuff. Um, one of the criminal investigators is looking in the kitchen. He's trying to, like, recreate a sound he heard by playing with silverware that's, like, hanging in the kitchen. Strumming it, strumming it, strumming it. Some force drives the knife through his hand upwards into the cupboard. He's stuck. The cupboard starts rattling, shaking, and moving. Silverware goes flying, and something is slurping up the blood from inside the cupboard. The cop, we're calling Mario, draws his firearm, and the guy's like, no, don't shoot. Why not? <laughs> You're shoot. a cop. You're inaccurate. <laughs> There's a monster in the cupboard. <laughs> he finally pulls the knife out. He starts wrapping up the tape in it. Later on, we find the same guy stuck inside of a cabinet with glass shards shoved in his eyeballs. Well, I mean, if well, you're going to be in a cabinet, you might as well have glass shards <laughs> in your eyeballs, you know? <laughs> that is some Vivent Horizon shit right there. That yes. went south so fast for that guy. Um, we Later on, we, we find uh, 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 the investigator. His eyes are just gone later on. Um, we're not really sure what happened. Oh, I guess that pale entity 
the the same thing that 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 Walter saw in his closet attacked him. That was the pop out scare. Um, the uh, um, the lady, what's her name? Uh, the therapist. Uh, Mora. Yeah, she is trying to tell the cop to calm down. Mario, the cop, is just from like keeps radioing everyone's like, "Can we leave? This is not cool." And I was like, "No, stay. We need to get more information. No, we need to leave." Guy's hands cut off, glass in his eyes. He's stuck in a cupboard. Uh, the lead investigator has no eyeballs. He's just cruising around. And we need to go. Can we go? She's like, wait a second. Let me explain. He's like, no. <laughs> out of a crack in the wall, a, a hand reaches out, grabs her by the skull, shoves her like into the wall. I'm not sure if she got sucked up or decapitated. Oh, yeah, that's Rosenstock. Yeah, that's... That's Rosenstock. A, that's right. That's Rosenstock. A, Thank another you. supernatural researcher. Yes. Like, yes dude, there's yes, like yes. four Rosenstock. or five of these people. Thank I don't you. know. There is a it, there's actually a very large cast for a pretty short movie with not many characters. It's very confusing. Like there's extra characters that didn't need to be there, but it's fine. It gets a little confusing, but it's it's well, it's not gonna ruin the effect of the film. The thing um, is that's weird, is this scene was going on and then they jumped back to when they go and meet um, Alicia and the boy come came back. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, a second time. Yeah. And then so, that's when they like go get some pounds of cement. <laughs> yeah. Cop. Yes. It's so weird. It keeps skipping time. And then again, the boy comes back again. We see Alicia, the mother has been there the whole time somehow. What? And the, and the cops like, we need to go. We need to leave. And she's like, Lectrum saying, I know what you do with my boy. You hit him in a freezer. I didn't like that. That's not cool. Well, no shit, Alicia. I know it's not cool. I made a terrible mistake. This place is creepy. We need to leave. There's stuff coming out of the walls. Um, there's like, and it's weird about like, he, he keeps seeing this entity behind him and around him and in corners and stuff. When he sees him underneath the cupboard and he's like forwards and backwards at the same time. What was I looking at? I... I don't know, entity. but he he's been doing this all with like a heart attack or something. Yes, yeah, so he's <laughs> so here's something he's he's set to retire. <laughs> he's talking about so crazy. he keeps talking about how he's sick, right? And when he actually explains to someone how he's sick, he says he, he has a coagulation problem. What? I don't know if yeah, I don't know. Doctors in Argentina have the same. <laughs> Have the same methods elsewhere because I mean, I guess he could have a blood clotting issue, but never ever heard someone say, I'm sick. What's wrong? I'm hard of hearing and I have a coagulation problem. Sorry, what, Mario? <laughs> what? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Um, I'm, I'm sure Argentinian doctors are fantastic. I'm just saying that was not a thing. That was not a thing. Uh, so, he has so this entity is coming at him out of the giant crack in the wall again. Metaphors for like this dimension rip, this split is happening, and it's coming after him. And he has a heart attack and he falls down. I thought he was dead. This thing is right next to him, cuts away. Mom's back in the house, the dead boy's back in the house. Uh, the investigator's running around with no eyes. He comes to, he's totally fine. He's telling Alicia, I need to go to the hospital. She's like, I, I'll never forgive you. You you should have buried my boy. You didn't. 
But I'll give you a ride. Come with me. I'll give you a ride. Psych. I'm not going to give you a ride. My boy's in the backseat. Okay. So then he's like, oh my God. So then he says, when the next scare happens. Oh, this this took me by surprise. So out out comes that therapist running towards the car. At first, I thought, oh, it's. It's just her. She, she's just coming out. No, no, it's it was her. She came. She went to the other side. She's back now. Her head is split, mutated, upside down. It like, is like it, something out of the thing. Exactly. And they like in Wolf of Snow Hollow when like you see in the background, you see the wolf charging at the car, and yeah. they're just talking and having normal conversation. And then it oh hits. yeah, that scares me. Nice. And, that is a and this analogy. one. Yeah. And this movie, she's hiding in the shadows and then yeah. like slowly comes up and then starts running and running and then slams into the car. So you see her, but it's like it's filmed so crazy that it is yeah. actually scary. It's because not a pop out scare, but it's like, holy shit. Well, that's what a real surprise scare would be. It's you're just going about your business. He's just starting to start his car. That's what he would be scared by someone slamming on the window. You wouldn't see someone run up. If you did, it wouldn't be scary. We mm-hmm. see it. He does it. That's what something that, uh, like when we cover the That's birds. brilliant. When we cover the birds, also kingsfield.com, it's, it's up there right now. Um, something that Hitchcock is great at is showing the audience something, but not the characters. And I mean, that's that's fantastic. That builds tension so quickly. It, it, worked, it worked great. Uh, we're almost at the end of this film. We're going to take one quick break, and we'll be right back. Here at the Kings of Kill podcast are so proud, so grateful, and so thankful to not only reach over a thousand downloads, but to now be streaming internationally. Thank you to all of our killer fans. We appreciate you so much. If you're able, please help us keep the show going by making a small donation as low as 99 cents a month at anchor.fm slash kings of kill slash support that's www.anchor.fm slash kings of kill slash support and help us continue to improve the show thank you so much for a thousand downloads we can't wait for more We are back again celebrating a thousand downloads. All thanks to you. Thank you so much. And celebrating uh, uh, the Kings of Kill podcast being internationally streamed now. Talking about our first ever foreign film, Terrified. Uh, this film got to me. I mean, the, the spooks in this, there's three so far that really got to me. That The intro hooked me. Um, the jump scare actually scared me. And that thing tribute man that was well i hate to say it's it's actually terrifying it's terrifying (laughs) so (laughs) so mario the cop is like oh i need to get to the hospital i had a heart attack i'm not good he books it he stops for cigarette break 
I'm sorry. If I have a heart what? attack, I am definitely going to smoke a cigarette. I 100% believe you, actually. <laughs> smoke them if you got them. <laughs> Stop cigarette break. And then he radios in to the station and be like, hey, uh, everybody steer clear that block. It's, it's haunted. It's weird. Unexplained paranormal things are happening. People are dying. Stay away. Is an order. Someone hops on the horn. Radio's back. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. We'll stay away. Got it. Roger that. A minute later of silence. Hey, we're at that place you told us not to go to, and you're not here. I said, what? What was so confusing about two seconds ago when I said, get out of town? <laughs> now you're like, we'll just go deeper. So This is what not did, to do in a horror movie. Not only is he not ashing his cigarette, like he doesn't flick his ash once. That ash is like two inches long. Stop it. You're going to make a mess in your car, my dude. He then what? still doesn't go to the hospital. He just shows back up to this demon block with so much gasoline. Has this been in his car the whole time? He has two five-gallon drums of gas. Yeah, I don't know where Was he got it. Always... And I, don't, I don't know. He should have burned it in the, in the first place. How much fumes are you breathing in your station wagon? <laughs> what? But yeah, smoke a cigarette. Yeah. Mario decides to torch the place. Uh, unfortunately, Alicia has decided to uh, hang herself. It's very sad. We see it in the background at first. We get teased by it. That NC is still creeping around back there. We see him in the corner of our eyes. The boy is now in his room. Again, not moving when you look at it, but still moving. Like something is weird about this almost reanimated corpse. He gasses the place. He torches it. We now cut back to another interrogation scene um, where there's a new group of interrogators because um, Mario, his name isn't even Mario, but we're calling him Mario. He's on the run because witnesses have seen him torching a place with citizens, with civilians inside and fellow law enforcement. Weird how he wouldn't be able to explain that one. So he's on the run. He booked it. He's gone. They are they interviewing Walter? I think they're questioning Juan. Juan, okay. Um, and so they're trying to find back out. to the psychiatric. Yeah, so they're trying to find out. We got a new new group of of people interviewing him. They're trying to find out where Mario ran off to, um, and if he knows anything about the whereabouts of anybody. And he keeps saying, "Hey, why why did you bring that guy?" And they look back and. There's nothing. You see a weird shadow flicker. And they keep interviewing. He's like, no, seriously, why did you bring that guy? He's burnt. Like, he's not well. Look back. And there's no one there. Shadows fall. Credits. No, not shadow fall. A chair flies at the fucking camera. Oh, that's right. That does happen. They they turn around, and they don't see anything. And then a chair just flies toward them. And it just... Movie's over. The shadow. There's a shadow before that, right? They, they see a shadow flicker before that. Then, then that last jump scare. You know what's what a real funny because it ends in kind of like not really a cheap jump scare. It just ends in that unsettling thing, which I like the open ended. Figure out what's going on. You know. Yeah. If you get to the end of the credits, you get like an insidious style shrill music bump <laughs> at the very end. <laughs> the music just goes up like ah. <laughs> um. Uh. This was a successful indie film. Um, 
for only $90,000, I was so impressed with what writer-director Damian Runya did with this. Um, the fact that it's only made $300,000 is, is a travesty. Again, show it some love. Kingskill.com. It's available right now. Uh, we need more Andy Gordon. Like in cities, if you like Conjuring, but want something more original, want something a little more difficult to watch in the fact that you might, if you don't speak Spanish, you're going to have to read subtitles. And um, the fact that the time frame jump edits aren't completely successful. But that's really my only complaints about this film. I thought it was... I keep wondering what happened to the character A, what character B, and yeah. you have to just sit there and hear other characters say that they need to leave <laughs> or what's stopping yeah. you. Like, are you terrified? But other than that, you know what? It was actually pretty good. I liked it. Was it Was it uh, um, going to go down as a classic? No. Should it be super fun and, and on like a typical Halloween list? I think so. This is great. Yeah, like, so we watch a lot of horror movies, obviously. And some <laughs> may seem like this could be just like this movie or just like this. But this one took a risk with the time jumps. But it was yeah. oddly smart about it. But it kind of didn't pull it off. I don't know. And I did feel uncomfortable when the boy showed up and seeing his Oof. footprints and stuff. Yeah. And the muddy feeling print. uncomfortable during horror movies. I love it. That's that yeah. means that tells yeah. me that the filmmakers were they did their job like i thought this was much scarier than insidious and conjuring kind of in that realm but yeah sort of not it's it's the in that breath realm of fresh air pretty much exactly exactly um it's that feeling uh, it didn't quite hit that but for an for an indie film it it was just a little shy of, you know, that feeling when you le left the theater after watching The Witch? Um, yeah, I needed to go see a therapist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and figure out life. Uh, that is, it sounds weird and twisted, but I live for that feeling. I love the feeling of sheer abysmal terror like nothing can help you something bad is coming if a film can make you feel that way that is successful that it, is it did terror. its job it's it's yeah see okay so the thing i absolutely love about foreign horror is that you you never know when a scene is going to end or where it's going you know like right like average american horror movie you get the big bucks terrible character development you get the big <laughs> names in there yeah a ton of unwanted sequels that rake in cash and they just don't care. I mean, that's average. Like, they're just not very good. And like foreign films drag out scenes and the cinematography is so much better. I don't know yeah. what it is. They have a better eye for it, I guess. I'm not saying I absolutely hate American horror films, but like, I just don't think they're as smart as what or I scary. What I think it is, um, it's a combination of two things. One, it's a fresh take on filmmaking that we're not used to. You know what I mean? So even though, like, like obviously the it's, director took yeah. a risk with the film, but they're shooting in a style that comes from, you know, where they live. So it, it's already going to feel fresher, you know? Plus, yeah. we're also seeing the best 
of like that country's offering. You know, we're not going to see. You know what I mean? Well, so take Juwan for an example, the yeah. Japanese original Grudge, mm -hmm. far more scarier than the America oh, yeah. Grudge, where you have Sarah Michelle Gellar and you know, big name at the time, and it just it raked in money, but it Listen. wasn't that good. If I see Buffy and she's not killing vampires, don't be in a movie. I don't know. Like if I see Buffy not... and she's not seducing her brother-in-law, then I don't care. Or her brother, whatever cruel intentions, then I don't care. That was a good oh, movie. I was like, where are you going with this? <laughs> if she's not seducing her brother, I don't care. <laughs> but um, cruel intentions is a twisted movie, man. That's it really a, is. That's a good Geller movie. It is. Um, <laughs> Um, hey, so you were talking about this. Hold on. The, how the, the Wait, shots, what? right? The oh, lengthy yeah, yeah, shots. Yeah, you want yeah, to say yeah. Something about that. You want me to say something about it or you? We're going to say something about that earlier. You mentioned. Oh, no. I was just saying, like, that whole spiel on foreign to American, how different. Oh, I got you. Yeah. All that stuff is. Yeah. It's, it's just completely different. And in 2018, uh, Gilmore del Toro actually wanted to produce a remake of this movie, but it Ooh. it just never saw the light of day. We don't know yet. I mean, it's only been three years. COVID happened. Also, while COVID happened, this same writer and director for this movie, he's working on a, another draft of the script for Terrified 2. So maybe we can get more answers awesome. or lost more or I don't know. Uh -huh. Uh, Guillermo del Toro, I totally trust he can do something really cool with this. You know, those are good hands to be in. Um, I mean, it's uh, it's paranormal creatures. Yeah, and oh, he, I, he, I'm in. Yeah, and they're they're going to give Guillermo del Toro money. You know, they're going to give him a good budget. Uh, uh, but I would love to see a sequel to this. I, I'd read subtitles again for it. I and I, think, I definitely would. I think foreign films are tragically underrated here. Um, in the states, uh, one if you have to read stuff, a lot of people just aren't going to do it again. The dubbing can seem silly at times, but with a story this good, with scares this surreal yet believable at the same time, it's totally worth it. Uh, you give films unique ratings, what, what would you give this, man? Oh boy, uh, let's let's I'm giving it, um. We'll do four dead boys spilling milk out of five. <laughs> Agreed. 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 Four I kids getting hit by a bus out of five. We're, oh, my God. <laughs> Let's go back to the milk. Let's go back to the milk. But here we go. Um, I got to ask you a question. We're talking about foreign films here. That's right. Do you have any you want to recommend the viewers because I have a list. Let's do three each. Of if, course you have a list. If you can, I have a fucking list. Steven always has a list. Steven just lists things. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I, I've got a few that I think people need to check out. Uh, um, one of one is pretty easy to find Two, I think got, got tragically overlooked. Uh, um, um, let's do, you said what would you say? Three. Yeah. Recommend three, and then I'll recommend. Okay, three. let's. Well, let's. I'll start with my bottom. Uh, three, the only bottom because I think it's it was really popular here for a foreign film, and that's the Babadook. Uh, it's a great twist 
on not only terrible, sad, tragic family dynamics, uh, but it's it takes a children's story, makes it somehow terrifying, and there's still a moral lesson to it. It's really well done. Sounds like a silly premise. Fantastically executed. So that's that's my three. What's it's, what's your bottom? Um, I'm gonna. I'll say Tale of Two Sisters. Uh, is that uh uh? It's psychological and it is very. It throws you off. I don't want to go super into it because it's a movie I can't spoil or anything. Right. But, is, that's is that the subtitle for it? Isn't there? Uh, it's part of a. I think of something. Okay. I know what you're talking about. I just thought it was like something colon tale of two sisters. Oh no, it's straight tale of two sisters. Oh, it's it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, that one, that's a rough movie. It it really is. And I highly recommend it, even though I haven't talked about it much, but this one, I don't want to talk about much, but it's highly recommended. Okay. Um, nice. Uh, Number two, uh, I got to go with Funny Games. Uh, Funny Games Ooh. is one remake of those... or original? Original. Well, I guess original, original. remake. Um, I mean, it's the same exact movie, same shot uh, for shot. It is, isn't that funny? It's it, it's the exact same. Uh, it's like what they did with Psycho. They just, you know what I mean. Uh, but it's it's a great play on the horror movie. Uh, they break the fourth wall. Uh, they have a lot of fun with it. It's about sadistic, twisted people. Um, it's shot really good. You're in it. You actually sympathize with these people. Um, and they're, they're just, the villains are just jerks, man. They're just terrible people. Uh, but it's really fun, and it's overlooked. Uh, not a lot of people check it out. What you got? Um, I will go with Martyrs. So oh, my God. This movie, if you can stomach it, is... yeah. Revenge flicks are my favorite. By far, horror kind of movie. Revenge. Fucking love them. It's it's about, you know, a woman, uh, two women who are both victims of child abuse and they just embark on this gory-ass, bloody quest yeah, for revenge. And it is a lot. <laughs> Not many films can put hostile to shame. And this one, boy. It's, it's a fun, like... I can't. It's not fun. It's it's bloody. It's bloody revenge, man. But it's it's a trip. It's a trip. Uh, all right. So my num- If I gotta pick number one recommend recommendations, number one recommended foreign film. This one is also gonna be a subtitle film. The other two I mentioned don't have subtitles. They're uh, uh, um, ones like British, ones Australian. I think right. Um. um yes. <laughs> I love when you agree just to move on. Yeah, sure. That works. Whatever. <laughs> I, th- I think it's one of those. Yes. Uh, uh, I'm going with 2008's Let the Right One In. Now, this movie was remade, which is a fine film. But really, watch the 08 version. Isn't the remake a different name, too? It's like Let Me In or something? It's, it's, I think it's called Let Me In. Um, open the damn door or something like that? It's not, I don't remember. <laughs> it's not open the damn door. <laughs> um, uh, it's, uh, it's so good. It's so compelling. And one really neat thing, um, 
maybe I'm just an idiot and can't keep up with side subtitles. <laughs> that could be it. Uh, but um, yeah, wait, uh, did you pick all movies without subtitles? No, let the right one in does have subtitles. Okay, uh, okay, uh, okay. But funny games, Bobby, they don't. Um, um, but uh, the shots are so cinematic and lingering, like you were talking about before. Oh, it's a beautiful you film. Have, you have time to read them. It is beautiful. It's it's about two very real innocent children. One happens to be a vampire. She was turned at a very young age, and she has to deal with these complex aftermath side effects of being supernatural, super strong, the thirst for blood, and she's aging, but she's stuck as a little kid. These two kids make a bond. It's shot beautifully. Terrible things happen. Your heart goes out to these kids. Um, and too many people saw the remake, which just is not as good as the real thing. What would you do for number one? What you got? Well, I already did a revenge flick, so I saw The Devil's Out, but it's recommended, so I did that. Um, <laughs> so my <laughs> it's my favorite fucking movie ever. Any, but I'm not, it, I love I Saw the Devil. I fucking love it. But that's not what my recommended is. You see what I did there? I got a full stuck sneak? in there. God damn you. <laughs> um, so as bad as me answering fan questions. Like, listen, let me turn this three into 16 real quick. <laughs> so I know zombie movies are a little outplayed, but this one, Train to Busan. Busan? Busan? Yeah. You know what? Busan, I think. Yeah. It's, Train uh, to what B-U-S-A-N. A fun, what a fun movie. <laughs> what? Train to B-U-S-A-N. You decide. No. So, no. no. Korean or is it Indonesian? So fun. I don't know. It's. Did you say Japanese? <laughs> no, Indonesian. Oh, I thought. <laughs> so it's a father-daughter zombie flick where they just, they're stuck on a train traveling. Gets and zombies. Wild. And they're just trying to get to the end cart of the train. Yeah. And yeah. they just got to go section by section with like real humans and zombies. And then people turn and it's really dramatic toward the end. And like, it's just beautiful. It's so good. It's gory. It's, it's, it's great. A little terrifying, not crazy, but it's like I, you actually feel bad. This person turned into a zombie. That person yeah. did. Yeah. It, it's yeah. It's a great movie. I think it's still on Netflix. I don't know, but um, check it out. And that's a great recommendation. If you guys want us to review any of these films in detail, uh, recommend it. Uh, request it. Kingsguild.com. It's super easy. Uh, hey, real quick, uh, did you get a kill count for this? As confusing as the kill count was, yeah, um, I, I had I got mixed up. What would you come up with? There's about fifteen. If that sounds crazy. 15? Is there really? Well, you got Alicia's son ran over by yeah. the bus. Yeah. You got Clara slammed to death against the wall. Yeah. Yeah. You got Walter killed off screen mm -hmm. by the demon. Mm -hmm. Kind of, I guess. You got Mario. Oh, oh shit. Jano, whose eyes were poked by the demon. Mm -hmm. You have Mora neck snapped. You have Risenstock killed off screen. I guess <laughs> you have um, you have one of the investigators. You have Alicia who commits suicide. That's right. We're at nine already. Damn. Well, I guess 
oh, you can't do as Lysia's son again for being burned to death because he was zombified. Zombified doesn't count, I guess, huh? Can't kill someone twice. Double jeopardy. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. <laughs> Screw that. You have, and then you got like, what, four people that died investigating at the end with the, I guess. I'm assuming would, everyone in that room died, right? Yeah. So we'll say killed off screen there. So that's what. Can we count 12, Mario? Or is, is, he's presumed missing. Do we Are we counting him as dead? For health reasons, probably. <laughs> That's right. Well, he had 18 <laughs> heart attacks and never went to the hospital. Just kept smoking. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't, so what was it? I don't what was know. the total count? What was it? I fifteen. Uh, we'll do thirteen. 13. 12. Good number. Good number. <laughs> Man, that's that's actually a surprising amount of deaths. And there's only a few actually on screen that actually gets explained. Um, th- this movie was a lot of fun. You guys. The kill Definitely count was hard. All right, everybody, give me a break. It was. <laughs> you did great, man. You did great. Uh, count kills isn't always easy. Uh, no, you did great. Uh, what's funny is that this movie had uh, a zombie kid, and your top pick for foreign films was about zombies, and we're doing some about zombies coming up here in a couple of weeks. Isn't that right? Dose weeks. Dose oh, subtitles weeks. two weeks. Oh, <laughs> god, <laughs> uh, April 7th, Friday, Resident Evil 8. The village comes out. That'd be crazy, but it's May 7th. <laughs> you said April 7th. Shut up. <laughs> subtitles they skip, they're behind, they're behind <laughs> on the scene. It's the episode. Give me a break. <laughs> Uh, 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 May 7th on the 7th, an upcoming day that's going to be the 7th on a Friday. We're la- we're launching the day it drops, Resident Evil 8. We're going to be live streaming on Twitch. You guys got to check it out. Hey, what was last week's uh, Twitter poll? The Twitter poll from last week is the episode 25, The Exorcist. Where, where did you go? I was drinking Perrier. Um, oh, Stop it. We're going to get sponsored Fancy by Perrier's, and I'm just going to drink it for the rest of my life. They are not going to sponsor us. I swear to God, if they this do. This episode sponsored by Perrier. <laughs> and we're getting sued. <laughs> uh, from episode 25, The Exorcist. Do you think The Exorcist truly is the scariest film ever made? Because that's what they tell us throughout it's our lives. Been, yeah, it's been called that all the what, what people say? Well, it was unanimous. No one really. It was just no. Damn. Every damn, single person damn. voted no. Yeah. No one's scared okay. of the exorcist. But that's you know okay what? Because it is actually yeah. verifying still, but it is a very, very scary movie. It was scary when it came out. It's still scary today. The surrounding events that we talked about on the episode, availablekingskill.com right now, are absolutely terrifying, should I say? But no. uh it's <laughs> That's, that's the sound of someone impressed <laughs> right there. Um, it really is a great film. Scariest of all time? No, and that's okay. You know, that was a marketing ploy. There's new things. Well, back then, you got to think, yeah, it probably was. Pretty damn scary. For at least pretty 10 years. And it's, it's still pretty damn scary. Great movie. It's okay. It's okay. You don't have to be king of the mountain. You don't have to have that crowning title. 
to be amazing. You can still be amazing. Like I, I bet um, it was scarier for like 20 years. I mean, it definitely scarier yeah. than Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, probably. Texas Chainsaw, definitely scarier. Well, shit. I don't know. When he opens that door. It gets and... tricky. That tier list gets tricky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, it's it's just scariest religion movie. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. No, it is. It is terrifying, but it's just it's just a branding thing. It's just an ad. It's not a big deal. Thank you all so much for uh, your votes on Twitter. We really appreciate it. Uh, next week, we're uh, we're covering a video game in a couple of weeks. On the 7th, on Friday, the day that uh, Resident Evil 8 drops, we got a request to cover another video game next week. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Next week, we're covering Phasmophobia. I've never heard about this ever in my life. I guarantee you've seen it on gaming highlights on YouTube. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. If what you're a system gamer, is this on? All, I don't know, Steam. <laughs> I have them all, so um, I'll boot it I up. I have them all. <laughs> I have them all. I'll Anyways, boot that fucker up and beat it by next week. <laughs> this weekend, I'm playing Phasmophobia or whatever the hell you just said. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, uh, I've never played it myself. Uh, thank you so much for the request. We appreciate it. Folks, remember, if you would like to request an episode, easy. Head on over to kingsofkill.com. Not only can you request episodes, you'll find links to our Instagram. We post every time we drop new content. Links to our Twitter. Take our weekly polls and surveys about each and every episode because we care about what you think. You'll find our online store full of unique, one-of-a-kind merchandise you can get nowhere else. Plus, if you like the movies and games we're talking about here, you can buy them all from kingsofkill.com. Thank you guys so much for 1,000 downloads. We're so proud to now be world wide we love that you listen oh share this episode if you can what do you have the game you said you didn't know i existed i'm looking through my list i'm so sorry i cut you off during ad spots but um (laughs) i'm looking through my steam list and yeah tight all right bring it on i i've never opened it you know dude i got vr set up too so you know what i might vr it because it has support for it. Oh, I might shit you. my pants. Look at uh, don't. The thing about best co-host, I might get. I'm gonna rethink that statement. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait! I know you're trying to keep the red paint power on, but real quick, I found the movie I just lied to the world about, and I'm gonna shit myself. So, now, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of segue is that? But that's how we're going out. All right. Thank you guys so much. Uh, I'm Zach. I'm still Steven. And uh, this is the Kings of Kill podcast.